Welcome back to the Ways to Flourish podcast season four, where we discuss how to flourish through our challenges and elevate voices across William & Mary's campus. My name is Jenny Hellman-Dollar. And I'm Daria Moody. And so this is season four of Ways to Flourish, which is so exciting um, going on for this is the fourth semester, um, starting a new semester. So we thought it would be really pertinent to discuss something that I think everyone, not just students, but everyone often has trouble with as in, in their lives, and that is time management. So today we are joined by Claire Forbes and Ashley Cole. How are both of you today? Hi, doing well. Thanks for asking. Yes, doing well. Thank you. Yeah, so both of you are from the Tudor Zone, William Mary Tudor Zone. Is that right? Yes. So what do both of you do there? Um, I guess I'll start. My name is Claire. Like you said, I'm the Assistant Director of Academic Enrichment Programs, and a big part of my job is overseeing the Tudor Zone. Um, the Tudor Zone is not just a place for subject-specific assistance. We also have time management. We also have graduate students employed as academic coaches, which is a little bit more intensive and really cool, but I'll let Ashley talk about that. So um, like Claire said, I'm Ashley and I'm an academic coach at the Tudor Zone. And so I'm a graduate student at the School of Education pursuing a master's in school counseling. Um, and so it's a really cool opportunity to work with undergraduate students at the Tudor Zone as an academic coach. Okay, so let's start way back at the basics. Why are time management skills so important in college? That's a great question. I think one of the biggest challenges I know I help students through regularly is college is a brand new space that you live in. Like you're not just a student, you're a person. You're also figuring out when do I like to do my laundry? When do I like to eat my meals? Because nobody is telling me when to do these things anymore. Wait, I also have to study. Hang on. <laughs> um, so trying to figure out, you know, what works best for me? Also, how do I work best? What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? All of that has to do with time management. And time management for me, I guess, in simplest terms is figuring out how you want to use your time and then actually using it the way you want. And so there's a couple of different pieces to that. Um, but we will dive into that, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like um, as you observe students that there is a certain time that um, time management is especially important? Like I know we struggle through midterm and final season, um, but is there any other factor or or just kind of even just time of year where time management is just especially important? Um, I guess I can answer that one. One thing that comes to mind is, I mean, I think it's important and helpful all of the time, but especially just when you have a lot going on. So you mentioned finals and midterms, but also, you know, there's just times in the semester when you're trying to balance a bunch of things, you know, maybe going to the gym and balancing all your classes. You have a bunch of deadlines due around the same time also trying to make friends and just enjoy your college experience. So it's really helpful all of the time, I would say, but you have a lot going on. I agree with that completely. And I also think that when you have some kind of change in your life, it can be helpful, but also understanding and knowing that it's okay to have to change things and re-strategize. I think sometimes when students change their majors into a different discipline, that can be a time where they're like, wait a second, this, like my normal workload is kind of different now. Things aren't taking the same amount of time. But also when students experience, you know, new mental health challenges, mm -hmm. that's something that can really impact your motivation, your ability to do your work. So trying to figure out 
you know, how can I intentionally structure my time to also take care of myself is I think one of the most valuable lessons you can get out of any college experience. And a lot of people don't even figure that out until they're well out of college and into adulthood. So you never know, but we've got resources here to help for it. And I find that William and Mary, um, a lot of students, at least the ones that I talk to, pretty much everyone has trouble with procrastination at <laughs> one point or another. Yeah. Like the big bad word procrastination. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so why do so many students come to college lacking in quality time management skills despite being expected to have them? Like, you know, they got this far and yet how come we're still struggling so much with it? Yeah, that's a great question. I think first to address the procrastination piece, procrastination isn't always about, uh, I don't want to do this, so I'm going to put it off. Sometimes there's a lot of fear and anxiety around starting something. And I think it's important to, if you are somebody who procrastinates, dig into why you're procrastinating. It might be there's other things that you'd rather do instead, so you're going to do those things first. And maybe some of that is okay, but maybe, you know, trying to figure out, I'm going to do a little bit of this, give myself a limit, and then at least start this thing that I'm putting off doing to make getting through it a little bit easier. But then if the procrastination is really coming from a place of anxiety and stress, and I think fear of Fear of failure is something that I hear a lot mm -hmm. from students recognizing, like, that's okay. But as long as you're honest with yourself about why you're putting it off, that's the most important part. What do you think, Ashley? I definitely agree with that. I actually talked to my coaches last semester about digging in to why are they procrastinating and just kind of really reflecting on that. So I think it's an important first step into just addressing and figuring out what's going on. Um, but I also think maybe some students just are never really taught mm -hmm. how to time manage. You know, there's a lot more structured through like elementary through high school. So you come here and you have a lot more free time or it's a lot more unstructured. Um, so they never maybe had to use it as much or just never were taught it. And it's hard to be expected to do something that you were never taught to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Time management is inherent in the skills to be a college student, but it's not inherent in things that are required to graduate high school, right? Mm -hmm. And there is a disconnect there. But I think the solution lies across not just high schools or schools that, you know, students transfer to before coming to William & Mary or other colleges. I think that the answer is across all of us. I do have to say that I see um, students who have jobs while they're at home, like throughout high school or between summers, tend to come in with more of a, okay, I have to be in a place at this time. And while somebody else is still telling me this, like I'm responsible for figuring out how to get there because a job is often different than school. Mm -hmm. um, so that is a great learning experience as well, but it's not just about, you know, showing up for class. There's a mm -hmm. lot more to it. You, yeah. you mentioned um, the introspection piece and how important that is. So I'm wondering, once you've sort of acknowledged the roots of maybe some of the things that you'd like to change, how is it still so hard to break those bad habits? And how would you maybe shift your thought process around them to make it an easier transition? I think it's definitely like with bad habits, that's how you've been doing something for a while. That's how a habit forms. And so it's definitely hard to change things. And then also sometimes habits form because that's how they worked in the past. Mm -hmm. And so when they no longer work, it's hard to change something. And so sometimes people who procrastinated, maybe it worked for them because um, they always got it done. They always got good grades or whatever, good outcome. And so now maybe it's not working for them as well. And so it's definitely hard to change that. Um, but I think definitely with the reflection and introspection piece, it also just having self-compassion for yourself 
and forgiving yourself for procrastinating. Um, even if you are trying to get better at it and changing your habits around it, even if you're like, Ugh, I'm procrastinating again, try to forgive yourself for doing that and notice that you are doing the work to try to change your habits and it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Somebody told me once, this is going to be one of those like random kind of dumb statistics, but somebody <laughs> told me that it takes three weeks three weeks to make a new habit. Mm-hmm. I have yeah, no idea if that's that true, <laughs> um, but it does take time to get comfortable in a new routine. And I think comfort is a piece of it as well, right? If there's something you've been doing a certain way, like I'm very particular about how I load my dishwasher, for example, um, it has the dirty end has to be up for like forks and spoons and knives and things, but other people don't do it that way. And I am just that kind of type A person who gets uncomfortable when someone loads my dishwasher wrong. I'm sure we all have people in our families who have a lot to say about how to load a dishwasher, (laughs) as dumb as it might sound. But that's an example of what I'm comfortable with and what I think works best. Not everybody agrees with that and that's okay. It doesn't mean that I'm doing it the right way and they're doing it the wrong way, even though I'll argue that I'm doing it the right way. (laughs) Details, right? Um, Yeah. One conversation I feel like I've had a lot with people in college is just kind of slumping down and being like, wow, I feel like I was so much more functional in high school compared to now. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if any of you felt like that, but like, I think in high school, it was a case where um, it was just so go, 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 Mm -hmm. but they were things that mostly for the most part I chose to do, but you know, you go to school, you do your classes that were probably already predetermined for you and you go to your practice after school or whatever, and then you go home and then you do homework and you do it again every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in college, when you come and there's just such an overwhelming number of choices you have to make on a day-to-day basis about what you do with your time, it's the thing where it's like you're overwhelmed by choice and mm-hmm. you're overwhelmed by the amount of decisions you have to make. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when are time management skills vital besides academics? Yeah, I think you know knowing what your goals are outside of academics is important. Um, I think having an idea of, you know, you're right because in high school, it's somebody else tells you what you need to do and when, but in college, it's what do I want to do? What matters to me? What is my passion? How do I find things that are fulfilling outside of the classroom? Maybe they complement my academics experience. Maybe they contrast it. Who knows? But figuring out, you know, okay, there are things that I know I need to do for myself. Like maybe I need to go and speak to a therapist at like two o'clock on Tuesdays or something like that. Maybe I have a recurring appointment. Maybe if you are like me, you're someone who struggles with numbers and you know you need to go to your professor's office hours. Those are kind of academics related and then also different personal relation skills, but they're all interwoven. I think one lesson that you learn pretty quick in college is that life outside of classes impacts life in classes. Mm-hmm. And for better or for worse, right? But there are steps that you can take with those skills to try to set yourself up for success. Like if you know you're someone who gets overwhelmed really, really significantly when you have a lot on your plate, how can you plan out your time to know that you can have a break? How can you make sure you're like, okay, I'm going to do an hour of reading or whatever you need to do before my 10 a.m. class. And then I'm going to take a break after class. How can you set yourself up where it's like, okay, I can breathe. So would you say then that having effective time management skills is a form of uh, self-care? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I think even on the weekends sometimes, like, what do I want to do on a Saturday? 
do I need to go to the grocery store? Do I need to do laundry? Or do I want to sleep in, go to brunch with my friends, and then just, like, enjoy the sunshine? Because that sounds like a great Saturday to me. There's mm-hmm. even time management involved in that, right? Like, knowing what you want to do, getting things together, and then actually doing it. Usually when yeah. we think of self-care, I think we think of, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take a nice bubble bath tonight, or mm-hmm. I'm going to do things for myself. But then just kind of the overarching I guess, um, concept of managing your time and choosing things. And sometimes the things that you need to budget into your schedule are not things you do, but things you don't do. Um, I think it's always a problem, especially I, I, would I have experienced people at this college, like a lot of times it seems like people probably could be doing less, but also, as I was saying earlier in high school, you're so go, go, go. And you here could be so go 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 a lot of times it's harder to let things go because then you have more to balance and more time to decide what you want to do which is overwhelming (laughs) yeah yeah I also think um with time management it can kind of act as self-care and also for sleep um, cause if you manage your time, um, then it helps you get an adequate amount of sleep. And like you were saying, a lot of people think of self-care as bubble baths and chocolate and those things are great and definitely should do them if that works for you. But I think sleep is often an overlooked form of self-care. Um, and pulling all nighters while maybe there happens sometimes, it's definitely managing your time can help you avoid those. And mm-hmm. cause sleep is so important for your mental and physical health. Awesome. So now that we know a little bit about the importance of time management skills, um, can you speak a little bit about how we might be able to improve them? And I mean, personally, I'm a senior, so I've gotten through almost four years somehow or another, but I definitely have ways to improve. So how can I later in my college career make um, changes? And then how can someone who's still a freshman or just wanting to start the semester off fresh, how can they uh, approach improving their time management? Great questions. There are resources on campus for that. All students, any student, graduate, undergraduate, can book a time management consultation at the Tutor Zone. All you do is go to our website, wm.edu slash tutors. There's a schedule an appointment button, and then you're good to go. Um, from there, it'll take you to our scheduling software, and you choose one-on-one free time management consultation. And that doesn't mean, like, a consultation about your free time. It means that it's free. You don't have to pay for it. Um, but I mean, if you want to talk about how you want to use your free time better, you can also do that at a time management consultation. Um, we also have tools on our website. I think in terms of thinking about, you know, how you can improve your time management skills, take advantage of your strengths. Like I always give this example. I am not a morning person and my best friend in college was. Uh, We were roommates. I would be that person who was, you know, up late at night working on my honors thesis and writing and like trying to get through piles of resources. And she was the opposite. She would go to bed early and she'd get up at like 4 a.m., not an exaggeration, and get everything done before she had classes that day. Because that was when she knew she was most productive and when she felt like she had the inspiration to be able to write and do all of those things. Um, I know that I would never be able to do what she does and she knows that she would never be able to do what I do and that's okay. So I think while it's one thing to, you know, learn from how other people might approach things, it's another to also say to yourself like, no, I know how I work best. I know that this time is good for me. I know that it's okay or maybe it's better for me to do work between classes. Maybe you need to do it then. Maybe you really don't and it's okay either way. Um, I think... As you hone your skills, you can think about prioritizing. 
you know, what's most important to me right now, what matters the most, not just in terms of, you know, what's due the soonest, but what's going to have a bigger impact on my grade, what's going to have a bigger impact on me long term, or, you know, what is more important to me in terms of my health, what's more important to me in terms of my personal goals, especially as a senior thinking about, you know, job interviews. Do I take the job interview? Do I go to class? That's a decision that everybody has to make. See, as you were talking about your college roommate in my head, the the thought popped in my head like, oh, wow, she did so much. Like, oh, wow, she's so functional. Um, But then, yeah, it's another thing to think about that just because it's a different lifestyle doesn't mean it's any better or any worse than someone else's. It's just a matter of what works for you because not all the same time management skills will be applicable to every person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ashley, do you have any time management strategies you'd like to share? (laughs) Sure. I definitely agree with everything that Claire said. Um, Definitely getting to know yourself and what works best for you. And like you all were saying, it's all going to be different based on your needs and just whatever works. Um, But one thing I guess that I think about is a time management system. Mm -hmm. And this is also different to everybody, like Google Calendar, a dry erase calendar, a weekly to-do list. There's apps on your phone you can use. Um, so I definitely think it's important if you're trying to learn time management skills or just improve on them, trying out different things and seeing what works. Like personally for me, I have a planner, a dry erase calendar, and I also set reminders on my phone for like big assignments or this podcast recording, for example. <laughs> like I was like, gotta make sure I remember this. Um, so definitely using all the resources you have available um, and just if like a uh, Google Calendar, I don't like it, it doesn't work for me, try something else. Um, I think that's definitely important too. just trying out different strategies. Yeah, absolutely. I am someone who has a ton of post-it notes stuck all around my desk. (laughs) Um, when I'm done with them, I really personally enjoy ripping them up and putting them in the recycle bin. That's very satisfying for me, Mm -hmm. but I also probably like to-do lists a little bit too much. And I recognize (laughs) that, but not everybody likes a to-do list and that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make you more or less productive than anybody else. So if there's a student that's feeling really overwhelmed and recognizes that maybe time management is what they should be focusing on, what would you say is the first thing that they should do? That's tough to think of, like, the first thing. But I think um, just if you're feeling really overwhelmed and you're really struggling with something, take a deep breath Mm -hmm. or several That would be probably my first thing to do Um, because definitely when you're feeling overwhelmed, it can be hard not to spiral and to let those negative thoughts and feelings just kind of come over you and take over. Um, So definitely deep breathing um, to try to calm yourself down and get you in a little better mindset. Um, That's not time management related, but... (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think it is. Um, And I think also, you know, knowing that... There's going to be points in your life, no matter what path you choose, where you're going to be overwhelmed. And figuring out what do I need to get through this feeling is going to be really helpful. And that's not just for time management, right? That's also for your own well-being and your mental health. Um, But I think I definitely agree. Take a deep breath. (laughs) And then figure out what you need to make a plan. If you are someone who wants to sit there, write down everything that's making you feel overwhelmed, and then like organize it and put it in a calendar, great. If you're someone who's like, I don't even think I can do that on my own, reach out for help. 
-hmm. It might be calling someone who's a family member or someone you love or a friend. You can reach out to the Academic Enrichment Programs Office. I meet with so many students to help them through that exact problem. Um, whether it's I'm feeling overwhelmed about midterms or maybe you've been sick for a while and you're falling behind and you feel like you're in a hole and you're not really sure how to move forward, there's going to be a way to move forward and you're going to be able to come up with a plan that works for you. Um, and if you want to do it on your own, my best advice after you take your several deep <laughs> breaths, figure out everything you need to do and then break it down and spread it out so that it's not overwhelming. Maybe you've got, you know, two op-eds that you have to turn in for a class that you haven't done yet on top of your regular weekly load. Look at your regular weekly load. Look at what you've got coming up within a certain time period. Figure out when you've got less that you already have to do and mm -hmm. use that time to be like, okay, I can write this op-ed at this time because these other things are not going to be overwhelming me at this time. You can be strategic about it like that. But always break it down and don't beat yourself up for taking a break. Breaks are important. Yes. Mm -hmm. I probably tell my coaches too often to chunk their assignments, uh, which is basically what Claire was talking yeah. about, of breaking things down. And um, I always tell them if they had a five-page paper, it's like, okay, let's break it down. So one day you're going to find your articles and you're going to outline. The next day you're just going to write two pages. You don't need to worry about it, just two pages. The next day write two more pages. And so I think it definitely helps it not feel as overwhelming when you mm -hmm. break down your assignments that way. Because um, you're not writing a five-page paper, you're writing a two-page paper a couple times. Yeah. Um, they probably told told them too much to do that. <laughs> They're like, okay, we get it, chunky, got it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think it was helpful. And it's okay to need reminders as well, because sometimes we can lose sight of, oh, yeah, this worked for me this one time. I forgot about that. I should do that again. And sometimes we fall back into bad habits, like we were talking about earlier, right? Of maybe being up all night or procrastinating or cramming or something like that and getting yourself in what feels like an overwhelm spiral. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to, you know, revert to bad old habits. It's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. And Ashley and Daria, um, so both of you are further along in your college journeys. I mean, I'm still a sophomore, which is scary in of itself. Yeah. <laughs> um, but big picture, as you've gone through college, do you feel like there's anything that you've done to establish good habits early on? Like at the beginning of the semester, what's something that you maybe think about more or actually do to kind of put yourself in the right mindset for needing to think about time management? I mean, I guess I can start with that just <laughs> as a non-time management expert here. <laughs> <laughs> just in, in my in my three and a bit years, um, my big goal at the beginning of pretty much every semester is just to make sure that I separate my schoolwork and my time for myself, whether that's hanging out with my dog or going to the gym or whatever it is. And I find that that works really well for me. But I'm actually curious from your perspectives if um, if you think that's a good way to do it or if, if other people have other ways of managing it and what you like to do. If that works for you, then I think that's amazing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It really is all about what works for you. And being a graduate student, I am still improving and learning. So I don't have it all time management figured out, um, but some things that I guess help me um, include, you know, setting aside time for yourself. It's really important, especially as the semester gets more hectic and busy, just remembering to set aside that time to go to the gym, hang out with friends or your dog, or just binge watch a show for a little bit. Um, so doing that is definitely important. I also, I think setting somewhat of routine has helped me. Obviously, it changes week to week. But if I have 
assignments due every Wednesday. For example, I have a discussion post due every Wednesday. Um, I would set aside like, okay, Tuesdays, every Tuesday, I'm going to do a discussion post. Um, and it just kind of helps me to figure out what's going on in my life. I'm like, okay, Tuesdays, I'm going to set aside time every week. So that's helpful for me as well. Yeah. Really and truly whatever works. I had the one thing that I would say as you try to figure out what works for you, don't feel like there's any kind of value in one strategy versus another. I had a meeting with a student earlier this week. I'm not entirely certain. Today's still Friday, right? Yes. (laughs) Um, And he mentioned, you know, sometimes I just feel really lazy and literally the only thing I do is I make a voice memo note to self. And I'm like, that's not lazy. That's effective. That works. Why do we have to give it the value of being lazy? I am a proud millennial and we like to say we work smarter, not harder. And so (laughs) big fan of a simple voice memo, whatever works for you. So if someone wants to change their approach to time management or otherwise learn more, what resources could they consult? I know you talked about how to book an appointment in Tudor Zone, but if you could say again, just like what, where can they look for help? (laughs) Yes. So if students, you can literally... Anytime I need to find something on the William & Mary website, I Google it. That might sound strange, but really, truly, that's what I do. If you Google William & Mary Academic Enrichment Programs, you will land on our website. There is a resources tab on that website on the left-hand side. When you click on resources, the first thing you get to is all of these different tools that we have available. And there are different ways of thinking about your time management. There's some big picture stuff on there, like a semester planning guide, which will help you sort of have a path throughout the semester. There's different weekly plans on there. If you're stuck in a situation where you want to make a change, but you don't know how to start, there's a time assessment worksheet you can go through on there. Um, Our contact information is on there. The Academic Enrichment website will get you to the Tutor Zones website as well, where you can book an appointment. Um, And always, always reach out and ask for help if you feel like you need it. But it's also okay to want to do it on your own either way. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I know that I've learned so much throughout our conversation and there are so many great resources for everyone and I hope I will use them in the future as well um, for something that's so fundamental in college and and beyond. So yes, thank you again and thank you also to our sponsor United Healthcare for the support of this podcast. Ways to Flourish is produced by Lindsay Heck, Ginny Helmendaller, Ben Heath, Alder Sprinkle, and myself, Daria Moody.